When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everybody my name is aiden mattis this is my co-host aiden thornbury you are watching the lore lodge official podcast we are eight minutes late from being 15 minutes late because grubhub for like the fourth time in a row screwed up our timing of our order we might have to switch to exclusively doordash or we could just be less lazy and go pick up the food ourselves yeah but we have um, things to do yeah not that important <laughs> doordash versus grubhub oh boy yeah that's oh, yeah. That, that's going to be a fight for the ages. All right, so... Let us know in here, chat which you prefer. Yeah, here with us tonight is Aaron Tomlinson of the True Legends of Monsters series, uh, someone who I've actually been following on TikTok since I was itty-bitty, so I am excited to have him here today. Aaron, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure thing. So, as he said, I'm Aaron Tomlinson, and first off, thank you for both Aidens for having me on the show. Of course. Pleasure. I've been looking forward for this for a while. Uh, I do the True Legends of Monsters series on TikTok. I'm also a published author of the True Legends of Monsters series. And basically, ever since then, I've been the monster guy ever since. <laughs> Alright, so uh, tell us about the True Legends of Monsters thing. Because I did not know about the published uh, the published work. You know, to, uh, how, Oh, the published work. Yeah, how did yeah, you get started it. with that? And, uh, oh man, it's fancy. Uh, it's got cover <laughs> art and everything. I've seen, I've seen Ooh, cooler stuff. Right, this is the still. old logo, by the way. Still, it's, and that's a thick book. Yeah, that is impressive. That is a thick boy. Wait, it got a got a little bit got a little bit of thickness right there. I might have to get myself a copy of that. You might have to. I might have to read it. <coughs> on Amazon. <coughs> go check it out. Okay, yeah. uh, there you go. Sorry, I mean, if you if yes. you shoot us over the the link in the Discord, we can drop it in the uh, in the description yeah, sure. at the end of the video. Yeah. 
Yeah, actually, let me yeah. see if we I can do that, actually. We should put a list together for our followers. Yeah, we should do that. Um, and we'll, we can probably carry it uh, in the retail store yeah, when it goes true. live. Yeah, valid. Um, we we got to reach out to some people about really getting do. some... some uh, some stuff put together. Anyway, please yeah, so I, yeah, so um, you know, ha- I, I guess the the best question I can ask here is how how did you get started with uh, you know getting into the the monsters and cryptids and folklore and whatnot and oh man that that has been going on <laughs> since like Aaron was little little for crying out loud like I think I can't remember when but I remember like being eight years old being obsessed with monsters to begin with like I know how the true legends of the monsters the official thing started that actually started when I was eight years old. Uh, my sister and I, who's also famous on TikTok, were watching a series called Monster Quest, oh, if you're familiar Monster with Quest. that. <laughs> yes, Monster I Quest, am familiar yeah. with Monster Quest. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the old memories. <laughs> oh, my gosh. that. So you could say, like, Monster Quest got Aaron into it, but um, we were watching an episode of The Jersey Devil. I take it you're from Pennsylvania, yes? You probably yep. know a lot about The Jersey Devil. Oh, yeah, yep. the Pine Barrens are uh, on the way to the shore. The Pine Barren yeah. Woods, the Leeds family, the 13th mm-hmm. child, yeah. The whole, whole shebang. Uh, basically, Kayla, my sister, just made the random comment. Yo, Aaron, what if they were real? And that—that's how it started, right there. <laughs> and so you just been like, holy crap, what if- just been studying, compiling ever since. Yeah, I just been like every single book I could think of, I got it. Every single website I thought of it, I got it. Every documentary I watched it, and I'm still learning a lot till this day. Yeah, it's it's like, a process. It is it- huge. If I remember, I did the math actually. Like every uh, five seconds, there's like 15 new monsters made up from everywhere basically wow that's yeah it's a considerable number to that's be able a, to 50 like, monsters were just quantify. made i think five seconds just passed yeah. <laughs> to be able to quantify that yeah, i don't know how you're quantifying a that, lot of research um <laughs> yeah so i i, need I guess life. <laughs> when when did you actually like compile the book and put it together and publish it because we we constantly well i constantly have people asking like what are your sources? And I don't know how to tell them that I go to Wikipedia and then I just find whatever the citations are and I read those mm-hmm. um, because that then I'm telling them to do all the work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're working on our own our own reference guide that's going to be more like a visual encyclopedia kind of deal. Yeah. Um, so well, I'm not sure if I had like – I had one book that got me all into it, but I'm not sure if I have it with me. It's probably back in my apartment. I'm with my parents at, during the holidays right now at this moment. Mm-hmm. So – what was it? it was like monsters, mythical creatures from movies, horror stuff, what mm-hmm. whatnot. That got me into it. If I figure out the name, I'll probably put it in the chat yeah, to let everyone cool. know. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, where where are you from? I'm. Uh, here comes the incest jokes. I'm from Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought I recognized here, here the accent. That's, that's I, I can why see I the chat. I can see the chat already <laughs> just going all crazy. It's okay. One of my cousins went to uh, went to Alabama. For school. Oh no, a cousin too. Was, oh, yeah, that was that was the first the first joke I made. The second I found out, I was probably oh, yeah. fourteen or fifteen. Second I found out, I was like, "Well, who's he gonna date? We don't have relatives down there." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh oh my gosh. My aunt just gave me a very stern look. I was like, "Sorry." Uh, <laughs> As I can see the chat already. Like he said, he was on the couch with his sister. What was he doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I wish I knew how to play that because we have the guitars over in the corner. Um, yeah, yeah, but I uh, so what I, I gotta ask it because you're you're from you're, you're from down south. Um, what's like locally? What's your your favorite like local folk folk monster folk tale? Oh man, where to begin? Okay, so there's this one legend in Alabama itself. She's called Hug and Molly. That figures. are y'all familiar? No, tell us about it. 
Oh my god. She's supposedly in Gatson. There's a witch about eight foot, nine foot tall. And if you go out at night, she will look for you, squeeze you and embrace you, suffocating you, and scream in your ear. Scream yeah. until your ears start bleeding, too. I, 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 it's got a similar... Kind of take some stuff from the Banshee. I was thinking of the villain from Goldeneye. So... But what? more like a omen of death, though. Yeah, definitely. But the, yeah. the screaming gets me. That, the screaming is, part, you know. That's one motif that comes up in a lot of these stories that I think is very interesting. Is like, um, specifically, just women and screaming. <laughs> like, like you get uh, the Banshee, you get uh, Huggin' Molly, and then um, you know the the Witcher's version of the Striga. Mm. Uh, just like these these female like. It, just horror horror creatures who you know everything from and, and i i can obviously there's places back in like medieval and and antiquity uh where, where oh, you can man, look yeah. and find the kind of the roots of this and and how witchcraft and whatnot played into it i think uh one of my one of the most interesting um bits of folklore in my opinion comes back from uh late roman and early uh early germanic migration period the uh the strix the the germanic wick which that has kind of become like stuff. it's kind of the archetypal like it's where everything seems to date back to which i think is really interesting like you can draw a lot of western european witchcraft stories back to this one idea from germanic culture and i find that fascinating just the way that monsters and myths and legends permeate through society and grow and change over time yeah it is cool and it's interesting, I think, what do you think about the reclamation of the term witch by, like, neo-pagans lately? I get where they're coming from, but I'm not sure if I fully agree with it yet. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm still, at as now, still, like, trying to see their side, but I'm not sure if, like, the term witch is a good one they should be using. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, that, that's kind of yeah. the way I look at it, is it seems like... I, I understand looking back at it and being, like, so many people were persecuted for for witchcraft who were just doing you know perfectly fine normal things but at the same time it's like it just does have such a negative connotation that i i feel like there's better terms that could be used and i find it interesting that they they stick to the one and it's always weird for me because because you see that and like what what does that mean if somebody says i'm a witch there's such well, a like, broad possibility of what they could possibly mean by that well like what someone else has taught me like if you're going through the more christianity route Someone taught me like a witchcraft is bleh. witchcraft is miracles that are happening, but not from God's work. That's what someone told me. Yeah, that I uh, like if the... someone did like a you know you get you see what I mean? Like yeah. I get where they're coming from, but I'm not sure if I fully agree yet. Yeah, I mean from a Christian perspective, that's called heresy. <laughs> we have a word yeah. for that in Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, I did. I did take a class on uh, witchcraft in the Middle Ages, mm -hmm. like uh, European. Um, influenced witchcraft when I was in college and it was like it, it was kind of a weird moment because I had taken so many religious studies courses mm -hmm. up to that point and I was a medieval studies major so getting into it so for the most part everything I had been around was uh, majority Christians or atheists studying witchcraft and then this was the first time in my life that I got into a class and there were people like a majority of people who genuinely identified as like witches it, it was fascinating. I got to wonder this because he brought up an interesting point that I'm curious about your you know, perspective. I'm not sure how much knowledge about religion you have. So if you have a, an opinion on this, feel free to add to it. But it's an interesting right. point where you said that, like, you know, 
in uh, to, like the ver or I guess the the perspective of Christianity, uh, saying that witchcraft is essentially just miracles performed mm -hmm. without like aside from the acts of God, things like that. What in Christian perspective would actual witchcraft be if they if at one point a Christian believe that witchcraft could be practiced and actually generate some form of mystical or magical re like result what would that be considered some oh, form boy. of demonic thing or i mean yeah looking looking back at christianity specifically and leaving judaism out of it um mm -hmm. but in christianity specifically you would be looking at uh demonic basically the the only way that somebody could feasibly uh perform a miracle in the the judeo-christian sense without the grace of god being involved would be through uh, uh demonic help um it would have to be communing with a demon and, and gaining their uh their assistance is, is how that would go at least it, that's to my understanding i don't know if you have a different opinion aaron i'm not sure if i have a different opinion but like sorry this is kind of random but what i just see so interesting is that we are we're talking about Christianity witchcraft, but then you just look at witchcraft as a whole. There's so many different yeah. forms. I mean, yeah. All right, th this was down to happen. The Navajo Skinwalker, for example. Yep. I'm sorry, it was down to happen. <laughs> Go for it. It's a staple. But, we love talking about the skinny boys. Skinny boys, yep. The like with the Navajo. Stroller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the Navajo taught me, like the Skinwalkers that we know of, they were originally good. Like back then, you actually wanted them around, but you know, human nature, human greed comes in, and now they're associated with evil. They're these evil medicine men, these Navajo medicine men. They're there to bewitch people. They can shape shift. They get the skin or hide of an animal, usually a predator. And then you look, like I find that interesting because they stated that they were originally good, mm -hmm. and then it made me think of witchcraft. Like, what if like we think of witchcraft, we always thought said it was bad, but what if they were originally good? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we, it started out good, but human nature comes in. Yeah, I mean, when you get back to the, the idea of, of witchcraft as being, um, I, I mean, this is, this is one of the few times where I'm ever going to say something that is feminist. Um, <laughs> that is like, <laughs> we love women, we love women, don't cancel uh, us. <laughs> it's just, uh, I agree with that last statement. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's. Like, something that I've heard from... What I mean by that is, like, the first time I'm going to, like, openly agree with something I've heard from, like, third-wave feminist theory, which is that I witchcraft became negative because it was something that men were supposed to practice, and it was when women started to practice it that it became a negative. Mm -hmm. um, because, for example, even in, like, medieval courts, uh, a lot of courts would have court wizards. Mm -hmm. But that was a man's job. And when women did it, it was unsanctioned, and it was it was to, to be fair, it was also illegal and wrong when <laughs> men did it without approval. Yes, but uh, when women did it, women could not get approval for it. There was no way that you could perform magic as a woman in a sanctioned sense. So it became kind of an issue with that. And then if you go back further into like druidic practices and shamanism and whatnot, you get kind of this. Uh, it, it's still generally men performing it, but women also are. It, it's really like what I'm trying to say is that it's it's about whether or not women are allowed to do something. Yeah, that's oh, an interesting theory right there. Semi tangential point: Is the male version of a witch a warlock or a wizard? A witch. Then what is a warlock and what is a wizard? Wizard specifically uh, refers to somebody who is formally educated, 
Um, has to be a man. In what? Magic. Okay. Warlock, I'm actually not entirely sure where that comes from. I heard that, like, Warlock is like a sorcerer, a magic user that uses for more military power. That would make sense. Military grain. That's hey, what hey, I've been Jamie, pull that, pull that shit up. <laughs> in... I can actually. I really can. Yeah, right you now. can. That's um, why I wasn't kidding. Yeah, <laughs> like, hold on, hold on. You're, you're my Jamie. <laughs> I love it. Oh, let's see. Wizard versus warlock. The term warlock is older than the term wizard. Uh, the term warlock is of old English nature, while wizard is Middle English. The term warlock is connected to a darker, evil character, while wizards are generally regarded as good magic practitioners. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Yeah, just going back to your theory, like, wizards are described to be good, and then mm -hmm. a wizard has to be a man. And we were just talking about witchcraft. It's only yeah. evil once women started doing mm -hmm. it. That's interesting. Interesting. A female wizard is not a witch. It is a wizardess and sorceress. Huh. That I did know sorceress. Yeah, sorceress I'm familiar with. But oh. that seems to be I knew somebody... sorceress too. I did not know wizardess. Yeah, the, the <coughs> Jake other... and Rowling. Yeah. The other the other <laughs> thing that I've noticed uh, as as I've done more and more studying this is that uh, witchcraft seems to refer to more of a um I guess rural would be one word, but a more like uh, God, what is the word? It's like on the tip of my tongue. Agonist role? Um just kind of like a, a more like um why am I having so much trouble thinking of You were words? saying rural version. Yeah, it's like a... Uh, think of like... I'm trying to think of like the difference between like an apothecary and a pharmacy. What is an apothecary? I guess, I guess holistic would be the word. A holistic approach. Um, somebody... It seems like a witch... Witchcraft is something that's more like tradition and, uh, you know, taught to you by your tribal elders. Okay. Whereas wizardry is more of an academic kind of deal, if that makes sense. So it's more... So a warlock would be a properly trained wizard who uses it for evil, whereas a witch would be somebody who learned it in, like, a homeschooled setting, almost. Got it. Yeah, it's like the, the rural version. So it's, it's, it's like, local, almost... What's the... Uh... We're having a lot of trouble thinking yeah, yeah, of words yeah, yeah. today. It's, it's uh, <laughs> the word... Uh, amateur? It's like amateur. Yeah, I guess amateur of, would be the word. Yeah. Not not like, you know, professionally trained. Yeah. Yeah, self-taught. Okay. Interesting. That was my understanding of it when we were learning about it. Man, we're really in getting... school. Just a bunch of very interesting Nart naturopathic? Naturopath. Yeah, I guess that works. Yeah, thanks is. That 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 works. Um Thank you yeah, right for it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, to to kind of do a hard transition here. Um what Hard cut, boom. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm laughing at your... To, to do a hard transition here, um, you know, uh, everybody's everybody who talks about this has, like, a pet a pet project, a favorite monster. What is that for you? Oh, man, where to begin? Like, honestly, I would probably have to say the Stikini from Seminole Folklore. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Floor's yours. Tell us about it. Are you aware of it? Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if you're, like... More in a vague sense. So a seminal witch, here we go again, <laughs> All right. usually friend? will be a normal person during the day, but at night they will literally barf up their organs along with their soul and then drape them over some branch of some sort. They will then take off and feed off of sleeping prey, or like someone that's asleep that would feed off of them. There's no way to actually kill a stikini oh. unless you find the organs or soul that's draped its draped over a branch and you destroy that, then you could kill a stikini. 
So very, it's very interesting. So if you see innards on a branch, <laughs> burn them. Burn it. Burn it. Burn them. And of course burn it's them. fire. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because we were just we just recorded a video for YouTube about flesh gates, and I uh, and of course yeah of course I'm sitting there at the end of it and I'm like and of course if if you need to kill one, fire. Yep. Burn, burn, burn. Fire just solves almost all problems. Yeah, almost all. Almost all. Just real quick, Destro for $2 says homeschooled magic. Just homeschooled magic, yes. And a uh, glass of water says, I am a tech wizard and you are a druid. Just putting that out there. A druid? What is a druid? We're going to pull that one up What too. is a druid? I can answer that. Yeah? Yeah, druids were the professional class of Celtic society. Um, so lawyers, doctors, uh, priests. Interesting. Um, Basically anything that would be in that sort of like, think like the liberal arts, mm -hmm. but if you've got a master's in it. Interesting. So things like uh, recording history, recording, um, you know, uh, medicinal practices, things like that. Of course, with Druids specifically, you couldn't really record things because they were deliberately illiterate. Um, yeah. Because uh, they didn't want secrets to be passed down from one Got it. From one uh, class to the next. In terms of classes breaking down, the terms like Count, Baron, you know, all of those, uh, uh, Duke mm -hmm. and Duchess and things like that, what is the breakdown? Roman there? military terms. They were they were originally Roman military really? terms. Yep. Um, with uh, Baron being one of the lowest and Ducks, which became Duke, being mm -hmm. the, the highest before you get to an actual royal title. Okay. Uh, I think Count comes from... Conte? But I, I have a follow-up question. I thought Rome didn't exist. Oh God! Don't don't do this to me right now. <laughs> don't don't hit me with the Rome didn't exist. Sorry. I'm trying so hard. You brought up Rome. I couldn't uh, I couldn't avoid it. Yeah. It had to be done. Uh, but yeah, that's how that breaks down. So uh, that's pretty cool. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. So a, a duke would be the highest before you get into um, royal titles like prince and king. Uh, count would be the next level down. That's where we get the term county. Because uh, a count would rule over a county, a duke would rule over a duchy, a duchy would comprise many counties, and then a county would comprise many fiefdoms or baronies. Um, a couple more super chats just at random. Oh, nice. Uh, for $2, Destra said, fire the universal fixer. And Pyrazi said, Mattis is a bard and Thornbury is an artificer. Ah, that's a fun question. Have you ever done the uh, the Dungeons & Dragons character profile uh, test? Not yet. You, it's been on my bucket list for a while, but it's not like, yet. It's like 130 questions, but it's worth sitting down to do it. Oh, I want to do it. I want to find um, out. Because I did it with a bunch of my friends. Uh, you want to take a guess, either of you, what my uh, what my breakdown was? Um, In terms of, like, Well, it's the So it's chaotic versus neutral versus lawful, and good okay. versus neutral versus evil. So chaotic good, chaotic neutral, lawful good, lawful evil. I'm going to say you were chaotic neutral. Any ideas? Oh. Neutral, maybe. You, you don't know me as well, so yeah. <laughs> he knows me very yeah. well. Yeah. You're right about that. All right. Uh, All right. Let's go. Take a guess at I. Uh, take a guess at the uh, the class. Uh, I gotta remember. I don't remember all of the classes, but I feel like there's one that's like either a hunter gotta, or like a like a distance person. Uh, I feel like you're you, already wrong. Really, I would have yep. thought you were some form of stealth class. Bard. No way. Yep. Really? Now take a guess at the race. <laughs> Because this is the one that gets me. Um, oh well, there's no way it's elf. I don't know. What, I don't know what all the races. I'd say elf too. Um, 
I don't know why, though. Oh, don't tell me it's a dwarf. Uh, what is, are there ogres in that game? Yeah. All right, but I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, uh, the easy guess is human, but I can't imagine that. It's I got gnome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, so, so my breakdown was chaotic neutral gnome bard. That is a horrifying cluster. Right. Oh okay. my god. Yeah. I uh, I love that. I was embarrassed. Uh, to, a... I was embarrassed to say. I was like, really, really. I kind of love that though. Yeah. Oh, but there is a. Uh, That's something we should ask all of our. Just described to me like that. We should ask all of our future guests to do that before the show. Yeah. That'd do be the fun. do the D and D character we quiz. We see what some of the people on the Discord are. Yeah. Um, people from Discord, take it. We want to find out what you are, and like, yes. we're not kidding. I actually. And then we're going to have a race war. Oh, let's go. <laughs> It'd be good to avoid a race war if you could. <laughs> For those who get that reference, I know at least one person in this chat yeah, will. <laughs> no, we'll just break. We'll break everybody up into their individual D and D races, and yeah. then um, I, I don't what, what, play a game of Risk. I guess maybe that could be fun. It's Civ. Civ, yeah. Age of we Empires. Do to, we do need to get a D and D game. That's true. Going. Aaron, need... would you be would you be in on that if we did a Twitch based D and D? Oh heck yeah. Heck yeah, let's like go through Discord. Sorry, right, I think that'll be fun. We need. We just need a DM. Yeah, I, I'm sure with the collection of people we have accumulated, There's we could who, probably yeah. find a DM. <laughs> I've only done one D and D, and it just like immediately fell apart. Was it with Pat and Rex? No, no, oh, okay. I would never do that. Um, but yeah, it just like five minutes in. It was actually a Twitch D and D that I was invited to do, and it just disintegrated. Immediately about crumbled half an hour in. Yep, yeah. that's how it usually. Goes. That's how my risk <laughs> games go too. <laughs> every every time we play Risk with my friends, it always devolves into the exact same story, and it's always Wade stabbing somebody in the back at a very inappropriate time. Uh, everybody's on your case about that, and then we'll have a race war comment <laughs> because Pyrezy just put it in quotes, and I'm pretty sure that's because it's going on the T-shirt. And then, it, <laughs> and then Iz was like, "Aiden, this would be how you actually get canceled." <laughs> oh, I think God. in context, it made complete sense. It did. But this is the internet. That's true. Um, anyway, <laughs> We're going to get banned from YouTube. <laughs> so what's our next topic for the guest? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Oh. Uh. Yeah. Um, whew, okay, so. Uh, are you regretting what, this decision? I was, I was getting invested in that conversation. I forgot. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, right. I'm here. Hey, guys. How you doing? A, sorry about All that. Right. <laughs> oh, you're good, you're good. This is this is why we do the show live instead of scripted is because it, it would just not be anywhere near as fun. Yeah. Uh, but, uh... All right. What, was, what did I what did I say the final topic was going to be? You didn't tell me. Yes, I did. I told both of you. Were you listening? Right. I, I gave you. I was listening. Topics. I was listening. I said there would be Hold three on. topics. Yeah. I don't know why nobody yeah. can remember what the topics like the were. Favorite topic, monster, which I said was the stickini. Yep. What was the the third one? Oh, the national parks conspiracy. That's right. So, okay. Um, my opinion on them. The national parks. They're like. They're pretty big. They are very large. They're pretty big, you know, and it's easy to get lost in a pretty big place. Something like what? Right? Four? Is it four or forty million visitors annually? It's something like one of those two numbers. Yeah. Both are huge one. numbers. It doesn't matter which one. Like, there's a lot of people. Big area. Someone's going to get lost. Mm -hmm. But what about cases like specifically? If we're talking about. Um, like, the, the most famous one is Dennis Martin, which was the case of the, uh, I think he was four years old, five years old, and he was playing hide-and-seek with a couple other kids. His dad was watching him the whole time, knew exactly where he was hiding, and then 
without anybody seeing anything, just completely disappeared. Just to oh, give you some context on visits to the national parks per year, <coughs> in 2020, the National Park Service received 237 million recreation visits, down more than 90 million from the previous year, which was so it was the year 400 million that I was thinking. Uh, <laughs> oh, maybe, gosh. maybe the yeah. yeah. It and was down 90 million from 237. Yeah, so I was 300 to 400 million. A yeah. year. that's insane. It's a lot of people. Anyway, continue. Sorry. That means every U.S. adult visits a national park, like statistically. Obviously, yeah. that's not how statistics work, but like, and that's probably only a ballpark number because it's like, like they don't. If you and I go to Valley they, Forge for yeah. an hour, they have Nobody no idea. Does. Yeah. So that's anyway, true. That's insane. Uh, we have to add that to like people disappearing, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but in cases like, and, and this is why this is one of the few conspiracy theories that I actually kind of like have have a foot in the door for believing is because you have such weird cases like Dennis Martin, like Chris mm-hmm. Tomlinson, um, not Tomlinson, Chris Tompkins. You're you're Tomlinson. Um, yeah, I was about to say. I don't, I don't think you've gone missing. <laughs> um, if you did go missing reality, on this right? podcast, that would be terrifying. Um, well, he wouldn't really be missing if he was on it, would he? Well, no. If he just disappeared from the podcast. Well, this is reality, right? <laughs> I'm, getting, life, yes. I'm getting less and less certain about that okay, as time goes on. We're still trying to work that one out. You know, you know what? Let's let's jump into that one because I've been wanting to talk about it, and I'm curious. Uh, simulation theory. All right. <laughs> what do you think? If we are in a simulation, then I suck at this game. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's. I think it's a very interesting concept. Mainly because, in my opinion, mainly because how is it different from creationist religion? Exactly. (laughs) But if you think, think, just theoretically, this is all hypothetical. If that theory is true, like a simulation theory, and we're going back to the parks. hmm? (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, if if simulation theory holds, then somebody could go missing in the park just because of a, a glitch. Yeah, somebody should just accidentally press the delete button. <laughs> if we're all a couple of ones and zeros being repeated in weird, you know, orders, then somebody just disappearing would be completely reasonable. All I know is whatever render engine they've got this game. <clears throat> Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> the Bermuda Triangle is like it's one of those things that I can't wrap my head around because I know it doesn't make sense, but at the same time, like the weather there is not that bad. <laughs> Like, now. It's creepy because it's almost like it's picking people out, though. Mm-hmm. Like, just because you're crossing the Bermuda Triangle doesn't mean you're going to disappear, yeah. but then we have these cases where people just vanished. So many people it, go through that area every day, and oh. almost none of them disappear. But then you have some mm-hmm. of these people who are like, <clears throat> radio transmission up to a very specific point, and then they just, poof, they're gone. Yeah. Gone. It's so just, weird because you look at the Bermuda Triangle compared to the rest of the ocean; it's not that big either. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like a this pretty small area. specific spot of the entire world, which it just doesn't make any. It, it's such a weird. Fun. Also, have you heard the theory that uh, Amelia Earhart crashed on an island that was full of carnivorous crabs? Not the carnivorous crabs one. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of my favorite ones. Is like, could you <clears throat> like carnivorous crabs that can't climb trees? But you can only stay in a tree so long. And like they come out at night. It's this island in the Pacific that is home to these carnivorous crabs. Like sand crabs. Huh. 
Amelia that's Earhart a... never went missing. She's just still flying. <laughs> she got glitched she, out. She got the, the simulation. Un- she got the unlimited fuel glitch. <laughs> still up there. <laughs> she never wanted to come down. Uh, yeah, I think I. It's things like that, that, though, that I gotta say. Like, if if you if you ascribe to simulation theory, then I feel like there's so much so much of an opening for belief in cryptids and the supernatural and whatnot because because no. you gotta you gotta believe that somebody if they're running a simulation could just add in a new creature whenever they want. Oh yeah, like, you ever play the game Spore? Like, yeah. you just do that. Yeah. Like, it just randomly generates creatures. I'm getting Chupacabra vibes here. From what? Like, just thinking, like, an animal that kills livestock but doesn't eat it, just drinks the blood. Leaves the meat there but drinks the blood. That does sound like a glitch. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Like, somebody somebody was sitting there typing <clears throat> away and they forgot to give it the hunger trait. They just gave it the weird thirst. Weird, like, chupacabra sightings have been in a decline lately. It's almost like, mm-hmm. you know, we had this animal, then, oh, someone accidentally deleted it. Messed isn't, up. Let me start over. like, the first actual chupacabra sighting that was reported from, like, the 90s? Yeah, 1991, if I remember correctly, in uh, Puerto Rico. So it was Puerto Rico. It wasn't the American Southwest. No, no, no. Puerto Rico. Because I've always seen them associated with Mexico. Yeah. That's all I've heard. Yeah, a lot of people do associate with Mexico, but we're getting sightings in Chile, Colombia, Brazil. There was even a sightings in Spain, for crying out loud. Spain? Oh, so it's just a monster Spain. that hunts Hispanics. <laughs> it just bothers Hispanic people. What a racist. <laughs> what a racist. Must be Donald Trump's car or something. <laughs> what, Dog or something like that. So, uh, the Chupacabra is one I hadn't really had time to really dig into but uh it is one of the ones that i'm more curious about because almost everything i know about it comes from an episode of what's new scooby-doo um what's new scooby-doo the unique thing about it is like if you look at other cryptids this one is so new like 1991 compared to like 1932 or 1818 the first reported sighting was in 95 so it's even even more recent than we thought oh all right all right that is insane if I remember correctly, like, but also, the sighting wasn't even a sighting. It was just, like, a farmer found all his livestock just dead with these same puncture wounds in their neck, dried of blood. Which is, the other thing about that is that it's one of the few that, like, when you put it together, all the different aspects of what we're talking about here, it's reasonable that that could exist. If you think about it, yeah. Like, you could, because if you're, obviously, I don't, I don't think you can sustain yourself. I don't think an animal can sustain itself purely on blood alone. Uh, um, or bats. I mean, like... Bats don't actually suck blood. In Texas, I believe. There was <laughs> I one case in Texas. Texas still. Well, there are, there are some there are, like, yeah, vampire vampiristic bats, but bats. I'm pretty sure all the bats that are vampiristic, though, are also omnivores and eat fruits. And like, oh, uh, so if you think about it, like if a, a chupacabra could theoretically be an omnivorous mammal so that, that sucks sense. that, that sucks blood and also eats fruits the first purported sightings were reported in puerto rico in the 1995 but sightings have supposedly been reported in puerto rico since the 70s and this creature has since been reported as far north as maine and as far south as chile and even outside the americas in countries like russia and the philippines all russia, of the reports no, are anecdotal yeah, russia's why would well, a chupacabra like, willingly go to Russia? Maybe it didn't look, willingly. You think go. about it, the population in Russia is not that big and it's so huge. It's true. There could be something there that, that is, was like, never seen before. That's a crazy thing about Russia. Uh, their population is in decline. 
They're one of the only countries in the world that's shrinking population-wise. Yeah. Um, they have a third the population of the United States with, like, twice the land mass. So I think it's even larger than that. Um, yeah. And almost all of their population is concentrated west of Moscow. Yeah. Well, because the rest of it's near oh, uninhabitable. Yeah. It's, it's not... Not a good place to live. It's not I, very nice. <laughs> there, there is no time in Russian history where, like, it was a good place to be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when the... Like, even the, even the, like, seaports. It's not much ice-free mm-hmm. seaports were trading either. The only, I, they've got what, Sochi? The only time Russia was good was when the Poles yeah. were, like, rainforests. And humans weren't even around. Okay, them. I was thinking when you said the Poles, like, the Poles. Like, the Polish... <clears throat> Polish uh, people were individual rainforests. Look it up, it's history. The Poles were in the rainforests. That's going to be my conspiracy theory, is Poland's actually a rainforest and the UN is hiding it. Uh, Considering I've wow, been to Poland, okay. I can't confirm it. You've been not. to Poland? I've been to Poland. Oh, right, you studied abroad. Yes. Um, well, was it a rainforest? Surprisingly not. Who is paying you? Why are you hiding the truth? I don't know, but I did drive in a canola field and that was fun. You what? I drove through a canola field in my friend's car. seems to be car. shaking, Aiden. That's such a weird, exactly. like... You hiding something? <laughs> no. Was you hiding the jewels? Oh, that, that sounded so... Ooh, you sounded nervous there for <laughs> a second. Are you hiding the rainforest <laughs> under the floorboards? <laughs> Wait, why would the German accent? <laughs> I was quoting a Tarantino film. Yes. Wait, who's the good cop? Who's the bad cop? <laughs> He's a... What are you? Are what? you the good cop? I'm a libertarian. <laughs> Way to just throw it out there. <laughs> Right. <laughs> no, are you the good cop or the bad cop, or is he the bad cop? I'm a vegetation. <laughs> I'm a vegetarian. He's the fed. I'm a rainforest. Wait, no, I, I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. I don't know. I think I think we could have we could have a pretty good buddy cop show. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what we would like, but only really small and insignificant crimes like yeah. petty theft. Yes, petty theft is hilarious. I would watch it. I would watch it. Be also, no petty. Be so I love the technical term for petty theft because it's petty larceny. <laughs> Which nice. is, that sounds like the biggest Karen name on the planet. <laughs> but like, it, it's it gets even Eddie funnier Pop. when you get up to yeah. like when you steal something over a sum of what is it, like twelve hundred dollars and it becomes grand larceny. <laughs> I, I love the English language so much. It's really fun. Uh, should we, should we yeah. So I used, to, I used to live in what? Chile for seven years. Spanish is more fun. <laughs> is it really? Oh, yeah. So simple. Straight to the point. I love it. Fair. I feel like English has a lot of, like, repetitive words and, at times, unnecessary words. But we've also got such definitive, like, direct words in the sense of, like, you can have syn- yes. synonyms, like, 12 synonyms for the same thing, but they all are slightly different in mm-hmm. definition. So you like if you really want to get a definitive point across, you can pick a series of words that it's like put them together. They mean a very specific thing, and if you change one of the words, it would mean a slightly different thing, even though it's really similar. But I, I but that's the writer in yeah. me. I really like I really like how just like narrow you can get. It with is interesting. Pure, short word and then there's Spanish. Well. One word means that word. I have no. I mean like his essays. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you'd, you'd like his essays. All right, cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be pre- I'm gonna be pretentious and be the person in the room who has read Orwell's essays. Um, it's all good. But yeah, so uh, I guess the the last thing I want to like ask you is like genuine your opinion on the missing four one phenomenon and like is it possible in your opinion that there is actually something out there or do you think there it's just a case of 
people are stupid. I'm like 50-50. There's either something out there that we don't know about, or something's happening that we don't know about. So you are genuinely open to the existence of supernatural phenomenon, or at least preternatural. Oh, definitely. Most yeah. definitely. I mean, like, you just look at world history, basically. Stuff's happening out of nowhere. Like, wh where'd that come from, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I'm the same way. Yeah. Um, you can just look at the, the Stone Age. We don't really know what happened in the Stone Age. Well, I mean, according to a certain TikToker, they were using uh, female fertility figurines as crossbow sites. Huh. Well, somebody 9,000 years was. before the invention of the crossbow. Well, somebody probably was like 9,000 years later. <laughs> I love that the Can chimps are now in the Stone Age. The chi Oh, yeah, the chimps are in the Stone Age. Chimps are in the Stone Age. That, I've, I've I've that. that is... They are using tools and all that fun stuff. Long ago, was it like a monkey sharpen a rock and then use it to break its cage out? That's that happened. Awesome. That's awesome. That happened. That's terrible. A monkey, a monkey grabbed a grabbed a rock. I forget which species of monkey though, but started sharpening it and then use it to smash the glass casing it was in out. <laughs> I mean, listen, chimpanzees are fucking crazy. Calm down, Joe. Calm down. <laughs> if you don't strong. think chimpanzees would eat a baby, you haven't been paying attention to literature. <laughs> I can I can recite that thing almost word for word. The fact that that's a sentence that anybody has ever said is amazing. <sighs> Little Samoan children, square John. It's the first time in his life he's special and he means something. Ooh. Ooh, oh, going back, going back to the missing four of one cases. Yeah. yeah, yeah, go. Like I'm bringing monsters back in yeah, here. Go There's for it. like thousands of monsters describing why people go missing in the woods. I mean, mm -hmm. we've got the Wendigo, as we know, but there's also the Hide Behind, the Washuge, yeah. the Stikini, Skinwalkers. Yeah, these I... people that, like, go into the woods, and then they don't come back out. Mm -hmm. And that's that's what's fascinating about it to me, is that you've got so many similar stories that, like, all these cultures who live... When you think about how big the United States actually is, and then you think about how big the United States is pre-cars and planes... Like, it is perfectly reasonable that all of these cultures would have experienced something and then over hundreds of years, separated by thousands of miles, they all developed their own very specific lore around it, but that they were all thinking back to the same original thing. And that's where we get, like, the Uncanny Valley effect, and that's why you've got things that are described so similarly in places as far-fetched from the U.S. as Romania – it's just, and then all of the uh, the East Asian stuff, like the Ashwang, and uh, I can't pronounce for the life of me any of the Japanese ones, but uh, all these different, like, either blood-sucking or flesh-eating monsters that come out of uh, folklore mythology is... all over the world. Oh, yeah. Like, what, why video, are there so many... I did a video many... on vampires a long time ago, and basically in that video I said, we still don't know where the idea of the vampire came from. Mm -hmm. Like, the world just came up with this blood-sucking demon, and... Out of nowhere, we just all came up with the same thing. And it's all over the world that you get the all same the exact thing. So you got to wonder, like, and, and also, and then when you work survivorship bias into it and you start thinking about it, like, if the if the thing that, like, survived is the 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 flesh-eating, blood-sucking stuff like the, the Wendigo, the Striga, the Strigoi, the, uh, the Ashwang, and all of these other various creatures, uh, the Obayufo from, um, from Africa, uh... Like, if that's the one that survived culturally, like, how many things did we encounter in the early days of humanity that just didn't make it? Got to <laughs> think about that. That's a valid question. Yeah. Well, bring in another 
adding on to that topic, we have the Wendigo from Algonquian folklore, mm-hmm. and then we have the Washuge from Atabascan folklore. Very they're, similar. They're miles apart, miles apart, not even that close, and they're so similar. They're, it, yeah, and and I've heard... Except s- the Wendigos don't have freaking antlers. I oh really my god, it drives me insane. I'm. Did you, see, so did you see antlers? No, I was too disappointed in the title. Uh, <laughs> I just need somebody else who's seen it. I'll watch it eventually. I'll watch it eventually. I was just—I plan on seeing it, doing a review of myself, but I—they put it in the title. Yeah, yeah, it's. Ow. Was was it was it last week on the show that I said I gave it like a seven out of ten, or was I on the podcast I was on last night? Uh, That's a higher ranking than I would expect. Probably last night. Yeah. So I mean, the question that was asked specifically was: if you leave out the inaccuracy of calling it a Wendigo, how was the movie? Um. And I, I think it's as a, as a standalone horror movie. If you if you were to take out the part where they say it's a Wendigo, and you just made it its own monster, um, because it is much more like a Wachuga. Um, yeah. The the breaking the, the taboo, cursing. Yeah. Yeah, it's the the monster animal like features on them. exactly like the the version of it that gets put out in modern media is much closer that, to Wachuga than it is the actual. That is more of Wachuga. Uh, Wendigo, which <laughs> what I found very interesting about the Wachuga is that it's. Uh, you know, obviously in, in that case, it's, it's a bad thing. It's a negative, but it's got a lot of similarities in the description of its appearance and where it lives. And, um, and even some of the reasons they come about with the Leshy of, uh, Slavic folklore, mm, the leshy. but the Leshy is a good guy. Kind of. Yeah. The Leshy's more described of, it's more spiritual than physical. Yeah. Like the Washuga at least has a spirit, yeah. like a physical body with it. Mm. The Leshy could have a physical body but it's more it's like more it's more like sasquatch yeah exactly which i i also did not realize until very recently like the past six months that sasquatch is supposed to be a like protector figure like a good guy um in a lot of in a lot of traditions and then there's also like bad sasquatches like the cherokee devil but the cherokee devil according to the cherokee people i talked to about it only targets cherokee interesting so I just fascinating. Racist Sasquatch. Yeah, exactly. Very racist Sasquatch. Um, so racist. There's a lot of racist cryptids. Hey, yo, there. yo, 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 Modern Warrior, you're gonna like this one. <laughs> hey, Lance, we got some material for you. Lance, Lance, oof, <laughs> man, do I got? I got something for you. I got something for you. Go I want to hear Lance's take on the Skinwalkers, because um, he is. He is Navo. He's Navo. He is Navo. That that would be interesting. I, I would love to see him talk. Like I. I wish he would talk about like Navajo history and folklore. Navajo culture, just, Navajo history. I, I wouldn't be fall for that. Yeah, exactly. Like why why does every video have to be going after somebody for being a colonizer? Why can't you just like talk about skinwalkers or something? Like you know, cuz uh, just I I feel like if he just like interspersed his content with a little bit like stuff that wasn't trying to call people out, I, I would appreciate it more <laughs> like when he does call somebody out. Just, yeah. But, yeah. And that seems to be what he used to do. He used to do a lot more, like if you scroll back through his page, there's a lot more stuff about like Native American culture and history. And then it just what? over time becomes all this hate colonizer stuff. And I just. In his defense, drama and hatred does get you followers. It really like, does. You know, it gets your views. It gets you attention. Well, and that's the other thing is I gained 250,000 followers in two and a half weeks over this millennial thing. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's that was easily the, the most consistent and extensive <laughs> growth that you've had. In Especially in months. that timeline, yeah. 
like the first like the first two hundred thousand I got was about like that, and then after yeah. that it was it, yeah, it's just been slow, and and it's crazy like that. And this every time I make a new video like that, boom, thousand followers. It's <laughs> and it drives me nuts because I don't want that to be all my channel is, yeah. but at the same time you got it. At a certain point, you've all, like actually to to get bigger on TikTok, you have to engage in some form of drama. Yeah. Well, because people love drama. I mean, that's what, you know, it, it's it's a bastardized version of it, but that's what storytelling is. And people, yeah. even if it's real, I mean, that's why people love reality TV, because part of them knows it's fake, but it's more it's more story-driven than real life. Yeah. So even yeah. if it's the most worthless and unnecessary thing, it's something, it's a narrative, and people crave narratives. Exactly. It's... Drives me insane. I yeah. I, I hate how how much we've become reliant on like just how everything these days seems to be about drama and calling people out and canceling people. Like, can't we just like sit around the fire until campfire stories again? What what happened? Yeah, what happened to that yeah, version of that. entertainment? Like, because it doesn't. It, it, it's basically about content, right there. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, and it's it, that that's. Part of what I love about your your page and your account is that it's just straight, you know, videos about these monsters. It's a great resource. I always, you're one of the first people I recommend to people when they're asking for oh. other pages. Um, and I am going to, you're going to have to send me a link to, to the book because I want to get a copy of it. Um, yeah. It's yeah a, I want to see it as well. I'll there, see, there is yeah. a link on my on my page. Oh, okay. So I'll, I'll yeah. check that out. Um, promise. Uh, but I do think it is time to go to the super chats section. It is indeed. So, okay. Aiden, do you want to explain how the super chats work in case anybody new yes. is here? So, for anybody who needs a reintroduction or an introduction to what super chats are, essentially, uh, you would donate to us a small or large amount of money, depending on what you're interested in giving, and you can type in any questions that you have for us or for our guests, and uh, you know, or, or just a statement that you want us to uh, to share. <coughs> Just let you know, I will pre-read them, so it can, don't be yes. too egregious with it. We um, we used to answer every super chat, and then um, some people were uh, sending some rather uncouth super chats, and now yes. we have to pre-screen yes. them because you guys were naughty. And now to, to motivate you even further, so beyond just getting to have some form of interaction with us, which we always enjoy, the, the main reason we do the Super Chats is so that way because usually there's so many questions it's hard to keep up yes. with all of them, so Super Chats are a way to guarantee that your question will be answered as long as it's not egregious. Also, um, it is how we pay the rent. It is also how we pay the rent. And <laughs> so to uh, motivate you even further to help us live, uh, part of the Super Chats is a goal. Yes. A, for a donation goal. Monthly donation goals. And we have various tiers, and I believe Aiden Mattis is going to read those tiers off for you. They're right here on my phone. So, uh, we have hit the $250 goal. That's going to be a fun video. Which uh, is, Aiden and I will make a uh, instructional video on how to make uh, a series of uh, Wendussie-themed cocktails. Um, I really hate that sentence, but it is something that I have to say. So congratulations, guys. You will be getting that video. There will be a full version on YouTube and probably some outtakes on TikTok. Uh, for 500, I will make a uh, Make When Dussy Great Again hat and wear it into Hot Topic so all the goth girls will degrade me um, because that was a TikTok meme that I took, I took personally. Uh, at the $750 level, Aiden and I will do old Greg cosplay and go out to the bars. 
Um, probably going to get some pictures with people, uh, yes. you know, whatnot. I did see somebody okay. at Molly's wearing an old Greg costume, but it was on Halloween. So that was appropriate. Oh, okay, yes. That was um, not scary. We would not be doing this on Halloween. No, we'll be doing it in like January. January. Um, so I don't want to wear a skirt in January, but I'm going to have to do it. And for $1,000, Aiden and I will create a sexy calendar. And that will involve Aiden and I doing a photo shoot. Uh, there will be lots of prime content. Um, if you guys do unlock that one, it's probably going to involve a couple weeks of me not eating. <laughs> Likewise. Yeah, I, I am I am over my ideal weight right now, and that would give me even more reason to drop So, it. yeah. Uh, I still have to go to the gym tonight. Mm, you got uh, more dedication than I do. Yeah. Oof. Uh, you know how it is. And, uh, <laughs> and for, for $5,000, Aiden and I will both don the maid outfits once again. Yes. The 5000 um, was my number because if yes, you he doesn't want to do anything it. less than that, you uh, are insane. And for $7, um, I will send... Exactly. For, for $7, I will send Aaron a, uh, a hand-signed note filled with glitter. Um, for $7. For $7. For $7. Dollars. Yes. It has to be an exact donation of seven dollars and zero cents. Yes, you can. If it is not seven dollars and zero cents, absolutely nothing will happen. Um, yes. So, oh my that said, we open up to super chats. I am hearing thunder in my ears. Yes, that is how I know there are <laughs> chats. Correct. So the first one we got is from Is for four ninety nine. Thank you very much. Uh, started off by saying, as usual, topically irrelevant question. Uh, Thornberry, what is the story behind the horse costume I saw on Instagram? If it's safe for work, of course, same I thing. fear. So it is safe for work. I hear about this one. Hold up. Yep. So believe it or not, it is it is safe for work. It for work. It is actually extremely safe for work because it was for work. Uh, I was on a shoot for my day job uh, where we were shooting a part, portion of a commercial for a company that we do work for. Uh, I work for a production company. It's mainly corporate and commercial content, uh, and. Essentially, so we were uh, doing something that's called a making sense thing. I won't get too far into it, but the idea is that the commercial is something that doesn't make sense. And so part of that was a, uh, a solo camel performance at a theater. And it was me and another one of the guys that work at my company in a camel costume because we figured, well, we could hire actors, but A, it'd be more fun not to, and B... <laughs> Might be hard to find people who want to just be in a camel costume, dude. I would have, um, I would have taken money to be in a camel right? costume. Right, it, it was fun. Like, <laughs> and so I was the head of You're the camel. To have a great time. What? Yeah, it was it was hilarious. I I was the head of the camel, cool. and I think is you might be referring to uh, the one video where I just had the head on, and we were in between takes, and I got a call for for work, and so I took the call with the head still on because to be honest, the head was relatively comfortable, and so uh, one of my coworkers took a video of that. And actually ended up sending it to uh, my boss, who's one of the co-founders of the company. And apparently I learned today because he had the whole company watch it because he thought it was so funny. And uh, my coworker said he was like, yeah, when I sent it to him, uh, apparently he was with like his girlfriend at the time. And she said that he has not laughed at anything harder when she's been in his presence since they've known each other. <laughs> so I, I don't think I'm getting fired this month, which is a nice, a nice like feeling of security. Check in next month for when we'll deliberately screw with Aiden at his job to get him fired. <laughs> <laughs> then I really won't be able to afford that. Um, the yeah, next uh, guys come in with camel heads. Yeah, we might have to. That'd be funny. Actually. I think I could very easily recruit a number of people to come in wearing camel heads. That would be amazing. Let's go. Uh, I always forget you have a real job that isn't just us. That is a whole... Yeah. Yes. yes. I don't. 
He's working on it because I'm working on he it. quite literally cannot afford rent without a real job at this point. Hey, hey, listen, we don't need to talk about it. Hey, we're hey, only this close to starting. Have have they, they, they need to know in what kind of straits we are. <laughs> this, is, this is why we don't just say. Well, we I, need I to... am. I am going to set up a Kickstarter for the uh, the book. Oh, good so call. Good call. That will uh, that we, will hopefully help. When we say we need these to help pay rent, we're not kidding. This is what I do for a living. <laughs> yeah. um, um, the next one was from Glass for five dollars. Thank you very much, Glass. Welcome back, obviously. Dankeschön. Um I'm just here to remind you to drink water and be careful with what. Wait, hang on. I am just here to yes, remind please. you to drink water and be careful with of with of what Tontarius you listen to. What? With of what Tontarius you listen to. Huh? Be careful with of what Tontarius you listen to. Do you know what that means? I have absolutely no idea what that means. Is this a non, like, addressed vague warning? But there's no soup. There's no soup, so it can't be a vague warning. I hate that that is something that we logically can go through right now. Like... Uh, for $6, Glass says, Here, you starving heathens, never say I am not a kind god. <laughs> Thank you, Glass. An old god. Uh, well, Glass, we know that you are a very kind old god. Um, I still love that your profile picture is literally just a glass of water. It makes me really happy. Well, her username is Glass of Water. I know, but like just the fact that she's all in on the branding is oh, yeah. fantastic. 100%. Um, any questions for Aaron, by the way? Yes, I mean, Aaron uh, is here. He is here. He's Hello. ready to answer them. He's an expert. He probably knows more than I do. Like... He definitely knows more than I do. Uh, do you have people any often forget I am an amateur folklorist? I am a professional historian. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, do you have any questions? One is more relevant than the other. Please leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, even just like non-topical. Yeah, things. I mean, um, oh boy. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, we, do, do you do you support Alabama football? Heck no, War Eagle. Okay, thank God. <laughs> I just had to know. You know, it's. Listen, it's. Wait, I, I know we lost against Penn State. Y'all took the y'all took the W there and square. But <laughs> hey, I mean, listen, I I cannot brag about anything Penn State related right now. We have a uh, we have shit the bed. Uh, we signed James Franklin to a ten year contract extension, despite the fact that the man has not won a meaningful game in his entire career with the school. Yeah, and Sean Clifford is coming back. For like a sixth year, somehow, he's tw- he's my age. He's that, uh, I think he's like six months younger than I am. That's weird. How so how was that age. Illinois game? What? How was that Illinois game? Don't talk to me about it. He <laughs> <laughs> lost against nine so. nine overtimes. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Against an unranked team. I understood losing to Iowa. I understood losing to Ohio State. Illinois. All I know is that I'm all in on the Bonnies basketball this year, so. You did <laughs> not go to St. Bonaventure. I know, but now a large portion of my friends that I am friends with did, so. We're all in on the Bonnies. Hey, but Liverpool yep. won this weekend, so we got I... that going for us. What? Liverpool won. Since when did you pay attention to soccer? Uh, this weekend. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which American team are you, though? Uh, we're from Philly, so... The I, Eagles. Not American... I, not football. Who's asking about I soccer? Thought going right for, oh, uh... The Union. MLS. American MLS. The Union. I guess Union, yeah, because yeah. we're local. Um, also, by the way... Who apparently are doing fairly well recently? I guess. 
but nobody cares because it's <laughs> Philadelphia soccer. Yeah. Uh, another uh, thing from Glass. In the United States, not much. Not many people are going to watch it. No. Yeah. Uh, another donation from Glass for fifteen dollars. Thank you very much. Thank uh, She says vague warning in soup. Okay, of course. Uh, tell us about the myths that scare you, Aaron. Ooh. Well, she did say a Aaron. So a Aaron. Hey, Ron. Ah, I get that all the time. Ooh, okay. Um, the one that probably scares me the most personally would have to be Zozo, the Ouija board monster. This one's new for me. Yeah, I haven't heard of this one. Oh my gosh. Okay, so apparently in 2009, a man was using a Ouija board to talk to spirits. And there was Horrible this demon idea, by named... the way. Do what? Horrible idea, by the way. Terrible idea. <laughs> Terrible idea. Don't do that. Anyway, apparently he contacted a demon named Zozo that attacked his wife, possessed her, and basically almost drowned his daughter. And now Zozo's favorite way of communicating to us is through a Ouija board. Wow. So if you have an Ouija board, please burn it. Yeah. We... Donation goal for $10,000. We'll talk to Zozo. <laughs> no, we will not. There's no, <laughs> no way we're getting $10,000. We absolutely no. not. No, I will not be doing Where's that. Where's my Bible? For Where's 10 grand. Bible? For 10 grand, I am not inviting a demon into my home. All right, for 10 grand, I'll talk to Zozo. It was nice knowing you. You are welcome to do that. Um, There's no way that I will have, have, I will have I Father Peter on hand. Uh, <laughs> What'd you say, Aaron? I, I got several mythologies that scare me. That's the number one that scares me because mm, demons. Yeah, demons. Like, there's also Obobawa. Go on. Any of you know. Do what? You're you're you are the expert here, man. You you tell us. Yeah, we're here to learn. Oh man, the Pope was kind of described to be this bat humanoid mix. All right, it's from Zanzibar. Of course, supposedly. It is. Of course, it is. <laughs> supposedly, the myth <laughs> says. The myth says that if uh, terribly sorry for all of y'all in advance, if someone does tell you about the Pope Bawa, Bawa will come after you tonight and assault you. Ah, right so then it's, and there. So that's an go. info hazard. <laughs> it's just excited to get some. When I made a video about the Pupapawa, it's been like three categories. One, legit scared. Two, asking questions. And then the third is uh, weirdly excited. Okay, to be fair, like, yeah. I, I can't I can't judge your fan base for that, considering my fan base regularly talks about the Wendussie. Yep. And the oh second I God. talked about Mahaha the Tickler, they were saying, forget the Wendussie, I want some Mahussie. Where's uh, the milk chain? Why? Yes, the Mahusi. And the Mahusi. <laughs> it's Isn't just... it a masculine monster, though? Isn't like he's a dude? I've seen both. Um, okay. I've seen illustrations of both. I should say, to my understanding, it is a male figure. But I mean, Any, anyone from the Inuit tribe can confirm, please. Yeah, I, I did have somebody say the word Wendbussy to me last night, which was somehow worse. <laughs> no, um, that's way better. Yeah, I do think we're gonna have to make Windowsy Warden shirts. Um, I don't know who would actually buy one. Where did that one. come from? What? Where did the Warden part come from? Oh, people have been referring to me as the Windowsy Warden That's for saying amazing. that you can't. Oh my gosh! Do it with the Windows. Oh, oh yes, gosh. fair, fair. Uh, just so you know, we have two more uh, super chats. One was from uh, Justin Green for one ninety nine. He says, "As a Texans fan, we're just trying to make it. <laughs> You're just trying to survive." Hey, okay. Listen, Look, I mean. I watch college football, and you also saw how Auburn was doing. Bo Nix, what the heck are you thinking? <laughs> That's our quarterback. Uh, didn't we beat we beat Auburn this year? Yeah, you did. That is that is horrifying. Penn State beat yeah. Auburn and lost to Illinois. Yeah. Yep. 
It's terrible. Why Why do you look smug? Uh, two things. One, because glass, and another thing, and just the, the follow-up from Justin Green for 199 real quick was saying, the Mahusi comment was mine, and I'm still on the hunt. Oh no! And that was that just makes me happy. Uh, Glass Justin, said, why? Look to Gla- the Northern Arctic. You'll probably find him there. <laughs> uh, Glass said for five dollars, stop using stop using the Ouija board to contact things. It sends you to the old gods, and we give the call to secretaries. They like the mess with people. Here's an here's an idea. Here's an idea. Just don't deal with the Ouija board in the first place. Yeah, generally anything that you're using to summon something is probably a bad move. Um, that's also, I will say that has, that is something that, uh, I find rather dangerous about the, the rise of this, like, witchcraft, like, neo-pagan religion thing. The amount of summoning rituals that they perform. There's so much stuff we don't know about. It's scary. There's a reason that basically every culture throughout history has taken this seriously. Um, and, and I feel like the, the whole witch talk side of things like mm-hmm. on tiktok the, the the witchcraft stuff i i feel like a lot of it is like like i had somebody comment on a video i made about uh ragnarok mm-hmm. telling me that uh they work with fenrir um so first of all i i believe to, to my understanding of the ragnarok myth it's actually not a prophecy it's something that already happened um and it's part of a cycle it's something that will happen again um, i heard too so that that's my understanding of it, and I think that makes sense. Um, so who's working for Jormungandr? Exactly. So who's like and like what is is Fenrir in the cubicle next to you? Like um, <laughs> someone but, working with Ella? <laughs> but like I, I wonder how many of these people have actually done some sort of summoning ritual and like contacted something, and they think that they've contacted something that wants to help them, and in reality they're. Uh. It's just Loki. They're talking to, you know, like Bathsheba, the demon of uh, lust or something. I don't know why I did that. It just felt You're purposely trying to get a succubus in their room. <laughs> Listen, man, desperate times. Valid. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> Russell said for $5. Jesus, my, me. My, girlfriend, uh, my girlfriend wants to use a Ouija board. How do I kindly tell her she's a dumbass without being rude? I also think I'm haunted. P.S. Milk. There that were, is... A lot of comment. There was a milk chain right. going. So. Uh, oh, okay. Yes. Um, well, uh... Tell her about Zozo. I guess, yeah, that's probably the best option is tell her about the Zozo story. Um, or you could just... Also, it's very, it's fairly easy to look up, like, um, Ouija board gone wrong stories on Reddit of people who will sit there and tell you about all the times they screwed up with a Ouija board. Ouija board, gone wrong, gone sexual. Reddit, TikTok, Instagram, yeah, like any social media platform has told me, don't do an Ouija board. Go ahead, even if you're not Catholic, call your local priest. Ask him. When you know, when Twitter is saying don't do it, freaking Twitter is saying yeah. don't do it, you might... You might. But of course, they say don't do a lot of stuff, but... True. But they'll permit most things. Except like I heard just recently, like apparently monster is now a racist term. Monster is a racist term. Is like Demi Lovato saying that alien is like bigoted because it would be othering the aliens? What What? else do you call them? (laughs) What did you just say? Undocumented extraterrestrials. (laughs) Undocumented person, non-citizen of Earth. What (laughs) exactly? Next thing you know, extraterrestrials. That took me like what? Point five seconds. Yeah, actually, is going to be bad because it makes the assumption that they're not from a terrestrial planet. Like, oh god, you're right. Uh, we can't win. I was, was there was right. a conversation going on, oh, and I looked over to the chat, and I just saw a glass of water. Simply said, "I haunt." 
So it just made me really happy to see. I don't know why. Uh, Russell said for $2, she gets excited and she wants to meet Zozo. No. You? No. Don't. Uh, Russell, I think maybe you should just let this one go. No, you can't. Because she wants to do it. It's not yeah, no. I mean, No, I mean, oh, let her go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's true, yeah. <laughs> I mean, do not associate this is, with this woman. <laughs> this is how tie, eating Tide Pods became a thing. Canadian oh, Jesus said Zodussy. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't go with Zodussy. Oh, uh, because the D's always in there. Unless oh, hell yeah, it is. <laughs> loves me. Jesus loves me. <laughs> Are you regretting coming on this podcast? Jesus yes. does not love Canadian Jesus. <laughs> They're two different people. Yeah. One just really likes hockey and maple syrup. <laughs> Turns water into maple syrup. Entitled to their opinion. They're entitled to their opinion. Carry <laughs> oh, on. That is entertaining. Yeah. Is there more? I would love to see different like forms of Jesus from different nationalities that are just full-on stereotypes. Don't you remember Korean Jesus from uh, 21 Jump Street? No. <laughs> yeah. Korean Jesus ain't got time for your problems. He got Korean shit to deal with. <laughs> I don't know why, but the first nationality Jesus I thought of was like Switzerland, and I was just like, Jesus with Stroopwafels and like plaid. I think Stroopwafels are Belgian, aren't they? Uh, nah. Wait, 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 wait. <clears throat> I thought they were Swiss. No, I'm pretty sure Thrupwafeler is, is Belgian or uh, Dutch. Dutch. They're Dutch. Swiss would be like Lederhosen and uh, a Pike. I thought Lederhosen would be German. I think Lederhosen just come from the Alps. Yeah, that makes sense. Glass for another $5 says, Make a circle of pillows, give me candy, corn, and strawberry milk, and let a kitty be pet while in the circle. I shall arrive and spill tea. So we've now Oddly got specific. Away- We've got, we now have a way to summon one of the old gods. That is fantastic. Spill the tea. She will spill the tea. She will spill the tea. <laughs> is the demon, you know. <laughs> oh, that was Archie. Okay. I saw what? the like cable flutter and I was like, Archie, me, what's happening? Where are you, buddy? Oh, you should. Oh, like, what is Archie doing here? Oh, hi, buddy. Come here. Right, do we I don't have, think I have my dog around. more so. questions? We do. We have uh, one thing from Islam for four ninety nine that says, uh, all right, that's it. I'm adding a section to the list of for all different ussies we have now. Okay. That'll be the back of the t-shirt. <laughs> the front of the t-shirt will just be Aiden Mattis is not blah, 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 <laughs> And the back of the t-shirt will just be like Windussy, Zozussy, just all those like... Oh, did I tell you I sent Caitlin, Penn State Caitlin? Okay. My Penn State Caitlin? Yeah. I realize now that I have to qualify that multiple times. Yeah, that's... There's too I sent her a... I sent her one of the sweatshirts. Yeah, uh, for you know advertising, mm-hmm. and I uh, she was wearing the the white Lore Lodge hoodie. Yeah, and she said within like a, an hour of her putting it on, somebody walked up to her and said, "Oh, I love that channel too." Oh my god! <laughs> and I was like, "How'd that conversation go for you?" And she was like, "I just played it off. I wasn't going to tell them we dated." <laughs> <laughs> Smart girl. Um, Russell for ten dollars says when she told me that I took her up to the wait when she told me that I took her up uh, took. Her up to the bluff. However, nothing really showed that night. Oh, wait. Oh, we're talking yeah, about Russell, that. Russell told us about the bluff. Right, right. Forgot about that. So when I when she told me that, I took her up to the bluff. However, nothing really showed that night. And yeah, something knocked on my Jeep last night, and I heard footsteps, but no one was there. And I hear voices. The last part of that's concerning. For a number something of reasons. Something tapped on their Jeep. No footsteps, no noises. Do you hear? Did you hear voices Russell, in that Russell, where do you moment? live again? Yeah. Did you hear noises Al- in that Alabama. Moment, or just No, where general? does Russell live? Russell's the one who asked the question. Yeah. 
okay. yeah, yeah, Russell, did you, do you hear voices in general, or was it just in that moment when your friends? Because you said I hear voices, not I heard voices. I hear voices is like very concerning. Schizophrenia. Yeah. Archie doesn't hear any voices because he doesn't have thoughts. <laughs> he's a he's first... a simple man with a simple life. I envy I envy to be like Archie. Archie. Look, look at the camera. No, no, okay. What are you looking at? He's looking at you. Why are you looking at me? I'm not going to give you pets right now. I am. You should. I'm too far away. He's a good boy. <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh, God, what now? Everybody's talking about the Ben's wrist. Justin Green's like, Glass, how bent wrist are we talking? <laughs> and and Glass of Water said, Oh, because the first thing he's with Laura is, Yes, the demon is bent wrist. <laughs> and then uh, at answering the question, Glass was Ben's wrist. Yeah, no. So I just immediately... Is he, you know... <laughs> but with the you know, I just immediately thought of that like uh, I went to parties a lot, is like he, that TikTok you know, thing or whatever. Yeah, no, you know. Oh, he's he's you know. <laughs> I can tell. I can guarantee that because I was his first boyfriend. He had a, a, an unhealthy obsession with my calf when yes. he was like Archie three did, months old. Archie did find Aiden's calves rather enticing when he was a pup. He's grown out of it now. He's but, grown out of it. Well, I also... It was I, I did, I did take his balls. <laughs> There's that one downside. I, I did... One detail. I did one detail. his yeah. reproductive organs. So. Well, I hope not all of them. Not all of his them. He's looking at the camera as if he's meant. asking for help. He is looking for help. He knows what he's was like, am I still a man? <laughs> yes, no, you're just a boy. and You'll always be a boy, but you're the best boy. You're a very good boy. He looked. He looked like he understood hey, what I was saying because hey, he got very sad he, for a second. He does understand, good boy. He knows he's a good puppy. Yes, yes. <laughs> he's gonna get a chewy later. Um. Yeah. Oh, I got a question. Sure. Uh, for Aaron, I, I don't know how oh. like on the spectrum of relativity in terms to your interests or you know speciality, but uh, thoughts on angels. Ooh, that's a good question. Look at the religious texts, both in Christianity and Islam. They are very much relevant. They are they are proven. They are said to be there. Hmm. And then you look at the Book of Enoch for crying out loud. They are known to have sinful thoughts. I mean, like right what there. was it? A third of angels went away. You hung out the copy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That's uh, awesome. I've actually been taking rather copious notes as well. Um, I mean, that's oh. since we're talking about uh, Aiden. Yeah. Aiden, I do recall. Like you made a video where, like, what was it like? Greek gods could have been like these Nephilim. Is that what it was? Yeah. What was the, it? The theory ah. I had was that um, the <clears throat> the reason we have all these stories of gods, like plural, in all sorts of different world religions, uh, but the gods are never all powerful. You know, they're always the god of something, and there's never an mm. all powerful god. Uh, even like the chief gods in these these mythologies aren't all-powerful. Zeus is not all-powerful. Odin is not all-powerful. Uh, Ain't that loyal either. Jupiter's just Zeus. Um, but they've always got this, like, uh, this structure and everything. And if you read through the Book of Enoch, for example, um, let me see, I've got a... Where is it? Yes. Um, so early in, early in the book, you have uh, that Azazel teaches men to craft weapons and armor made out of metal. Also, how to make jewelry and makeup out of metal. Um, and out of this rises violence and fornication. You have uh, Amazarach 
teaches men enchanting and potion making. Uh, Armoros um, teaches the resolution of enchantments, so defensive magic. Uh, and then you've got uh, Baragel, Kokabel, and Tanel who teach men astrology and uh, how to do fortune telling. So you, you get all of these uh, these fallen angels who have very specific things that they're experts in and in charge of. And when you cross list that with like various mythologies, you, you get the same kind of thing. You get gods of specific practices and gods of specific uh, natural elements. And then, of course, the gods have there are minor gods associated with them, and then you've got demigods associated with those minor gods, and it all fits very well with what's in Enoch when it comes to the Nephilim, because you've got the twenty chief angels, the twenty watchers, and then each of them has a tribe of ten who come down to earth with them. So you've got two hundred total, um, and they all have these various things that they're in charge of, and then they all uh, mate with with humans. And you get these uh, these very tall, very strong uh, creatures called the Nephilim, or half human, half angel, and it just makes sense when you like at, from a Christian perspective, sitting there and looking at it, like, well, it it would make sense that the you know maybe one of those watchers took their tribe and went up north to Scandinavia, and maybe one went to Britain, and one went to Spain, and one went to Africa, and one went to the east, and and that is all, interesting. Yeah, and think about it, like it makes sense when you read Enoch that these these tribes of gods, so to speak, could have been angels and Nephilim who I uh, you know were trying to establish their own kingdoms on earth and rule over men. So that is interesting. I mean, if you're a Christian, that's probably the best way to explain all the other gods. Mm -hmm. If you're not a Christian, it's probably a rather unsatisfying explanation. But yeah, well. But doesn't it say in the Bible, you shall put no other gods before me? Yes, but it kind of means yeah. like, so that that's, it's a little bit of a mistranslation there okay. um, or a mis, a misinterpretation. Uh, the Bible is very clear that there is only one God hmm. there. It's not, so it's not that like, I'm the head God and you can only worship me. Don't worship the other ones. Mm -hmm. It's, I am the only God. Do not worship false idols. So it's not that there's other gods, it's that people think there's other gods, Got it. and they'll go and they'll worship those other gods, but he doesn't want them to do that because it's pointless. Um, it. And also rather insulting. I mean, if you're... It, if, if you created some living race, and then they looked at you and they were like, yeah, well, I'm going to make up my own god. Like, you're not my dad. Like, how would very, you feel? Very, very teenager -ish. You would be irritated. Uh, yeah, basically the Jews were just a bunch of teenagers roaming through the desert. Makes sense. You read the book next. That that is an amazing out of context quote. <laughs> I love that. Uh, real quick, we have two more super chats. Okay. Number one from Glass for five dollars says the demon is, you know, good, <laughs> uh, but he is in the middle of a breakup. So you know, give him a break. Uh, anyway, I hope that I translated that well. Glass. Okay, so to be clear, we're saying that the demon is going through a a homosexual breakup. Yes. So, okay. I'm just trying to keep up with the lore here, Glass. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then Russell for $5 says, I live in Wisconsin and something Wisconsin. tapped. And I heard Wisconsin. Uh, <laughs> and I heard somebody else we know lives in Wisconsin. That's true. I wonder if Becca's uh, watching. I hope so. She did say she watches. She did. She said she, she likes to. Live. Yeah, well, she said she likes to do things with this in the back, Russell. I don't know. Becca, okay. if you're watching, send us a message. Yes, um, 
live in I do live in Wisconsin or I live in Wisconsin and something tapped and I heard footsteps in the snow and I will be I will be alone with no one around and I will hear calling out hey are you there wait so to my understanding you're saying you're hearing footsteps but not seeing the footprints he didn't say there weren't any okay uh, but he did hear them okay he didn't so, mention whether they were there or not that's so and I mean I did times, a video about Wisconsin today because somebody said they saw a uh, they think there's a skinwalker after them in Wisconsin. And I was like, What's that video? Wisconsin? Wisconsin? Um, uh, and, and my take on it was, I mean, the two things that are kind of the most ubiquitous in folklore that would be in Wisconsin would be either um, the, the Wendigo, because that is still within Algonquin territory, or uh, Wisconsin is known for uh, the, the Dogman legend, which kind of stretches from um, the, the Great Lakes up into Maine. Um, I'm less convinced about the whole Dogman thing. Uh, the, Dogman's more associated with Michigan, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's I, I've I've seen both Wisconsin and Michigan. I mean, they're they're right there. It's like so. But what about the Upper Peninsula? Was um, this a video taken a certain year? Do we know the year? It seems to have been it was this, taken. It seems to have been very recent, like last ah. couple weeks. Um, According to the legend, the Dogman only shows up in a year ending with seven. So I did not know that part. Hmm. Huh. I should uh, look up when the uh, Palmyra Wolves incident happened. Ooh, good question. Also, Glass, yes, we do care about the mythology you're crafting. Don't even question that. Archie, you vibing? I remember correctly. I think Archie... I do research. I'm going to do research, too. I think Archie wants to go to sleep. Look at him. (laughs) Ah, don't we all, Archie? Don't we all? Well, we don't have that much time left because we're at 8.42, and considering we started late, we've got about five minutes left. uh, Oh. I feel like it's early, early oh, 2000s. Oh, uh, Maine has had its share of supposed werewolf activity beginning as early as 1857. Mm-hmm. 57? Mm-hmm. That, that is... Seven. Uh, I'm going to keep All reading. Right. Uh, more recently, the mysterious, or the mystery beasts discovered... Whoa, whoa, why did... I hate when things just... Well, if you remember, we talked to uh, Nick Bossa... Saucy Dad on TikTok. Yes. We talked to him, and uh, he's from Maine. He's about, he lived, he grew up about 20 minutes from Palmyra, where the Palmyra Wolves incident happened. And he said that the one that he was familiar with most was the Beast of, uh, Beast of Turner. Yep. And it says that the Beast of Turner, uh, where was it? Uh, the mystery beast found in Turner in 2006 was dead when it was found. And the photo of the mystery beast in Wayne is all that we have from the 2013 sighting. So those would not fit with the dogman mythology, but where where's the where's the year ending in seven come from? If I remember correctly. Started in the first sighting. Oh, I got quiet. Yeah, I'm, I'm letting you guys do your research. I don't see a mystery beast here. That just looks like another deer. <laughs> I've gotten some weird uh, photos sent to me of like check this out animals. Here. What? Let me. I'm gonna bring it over here so everybody can see. Sure. It just that looks like another deer, but in shadow. That looks like what? Another deer, but in shadow. Uh, With its yeah, head that, down. that does look like a front-facing deer to me. Yeah. The legs. This another uh, not deer incident. That just looks like two deer running through the woods. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I'm trying to remember with the the Palmyra Wolves incident. When was that? 
We do have two more um, sure. Super Chats. Glass for $5 says, can I DM your guys' stuff? Uh, homebrew or real campaign? Um, I think if you're going to do it, homebrew would pretty, be pretty fun. I think okay. we could like, converse about what it'll be. What was the but question? Glass wants to know if she can DM our Dungeons and Dragons thing. Ooh, that would probably uh, work pretty well. And she was asking if she should do like a essentially a custom thing or a, like a normal campaign. I think custom would be fun. If we could do like a Lore Lodge themed mm-hmm. D&D, I think that'd be fun. Um, and then Anna Rogers for four ninety nine says, If y'all had to take on a supernatural creature, which one would it be and why? Good question. Also, Aaron, did the you squonk, have any comments? Uh, on the... It would be the squonk. Wait, real quick. Did you have any follow-up comments? It's going to be too shy to come after you. <laughs> exactly. It's going to see me and melt into a puddle of tears. I win. <laughs> The squonk is the uh, the Pennsylvania cryptid like, that is so ugly that upon being perceived, it melts. <laughs> <laughs> That's some bad evolution right there. Yeah, there were a, there were a lot of teenagers yeah. who uh, identified Rise with itself that. To sleep. Yeah, That's tough. it's actually an extraordinarily depressing thing to think about. <laughs> like, yeah, it is. It is. Ugh. I honestly thought you said the squanch for a hot second. Squanch. Yeah. Oh, what, just to, really quickly because I was reading my notes here. Just to go back to the uh, the angels and Nephilim thing. And the uh, one one thing that I think is really interesting uh, in Greek mythology, Prometheus is punished because he shows humans how to make fire. Um, in Enoch, it's uh, the 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 person, the angel that they bring the charges against primarily is not the leader uh, who is. Uh, Hang on. Wait, Aaron, what, what uh, cryptid would you take on? Does it have to be a cryptid? Like, <laughs> just a cryptid or just any monster? Uh, just any monster, I guess. Um, I can't really say the squonk Aiden took that, so I would <laughs> probably have to go with... Probably the Tokoloshe from a South African Zulu mythology. I explain it to us. Yep. Well, uh, the Tokoloshe is so far, it's kind of like a mix between a physical being and a spirit. It's kind of described to kind of look like a gremlin with white skin, ugly looking. And they're, they're a sidekick of a uh, shaman or a witch doctor in South Africa, Zulu mythology. <clears throat> Especially if you offend this shaman, he or she could send the Tokoloshe after you, mm-hmm. attack you at night. However, there is a way to defend yourself. You just got to lift your bed up off a, a couple of bricks and it can't touch you. Is it just really short? It is extremely short. Oh, okay. And apparently, it's to be very climb. short. And apparently, cannot climb. Yeah. And like the best way to like get the tokoloshe away from you is like next day go to the shaman, apologize for what you did, and it'll go go away. Interesting. Reasonable. If you don't, and tokoloshe is going to keep coming after you. Very reasonable shaman. I appreciate that. I'd love to take on Nessie just to see her. <laughs> I think it'd be a cool way. I'm, to I'm trying to picture you riding this Loch Ness. Yes. Nessus- riding this plesiosaurus looking <laughs> monster. Just, I'm going uh, to pull a donkey yeah, from Shrek. To, to get Nessie. back to it really quick, though, the uh, the leader of the Watchers in Enoch is Semyaza, but it's uh, Azazel that is kind of the, the one that is chiefly punished because even though Semyaza is the, the head of the Watchers, uh, Azazel is the one that taught mankind how to forge weaponry. So that implies that the the most grievous sin in all of this was teaching humans to uh, craft metal weapons and armor. Interesting. Which this is how you kill each other. 
Yeah, exactly. Teaching them how to effectively kill each other. Uh, so I thought that was interesting, but I think we are definitely getting close to the end of the, uh, the show. Aaron, you want to, um, you know, give us, give us your socials and plug your book. And, and if you got a website or anything, feel free to gush about yourself as much as you please. Well, I don't got a website at least yet. I don't got merch yet either, but yeah, if you want to check out the book, just go uh, to TikTok at Tuam official, true legends of monsters there will be a website, a link there. Just tap it there. There's the book. And if you feel like following, you like monsters, hey, I'm your guy. Yeah, I mean, if you if you like what I do, you'll definitely like what he does. I, I will say that. And vice versa. Vice versa, <laughs> if you're one of my followers. Of course. Um, yeah, so uh, thank you so much for coming on. I, I thank learned, you for having me. I learned a lot of things about some monsters I was not aware of. As did I. Um, you, you, it's you not know, as impressive if I say that, though. You know your shit, man. Um, yeah. Bringing and in so the, the Korean and That's South you. African and, like, you're... Mine's more limited to like a certain set of latitudes. <laughs> to be fair, though, to be fair, there's still a lot to learn, and I'm still like, oh, yeah. look at all the monsters. This whole timeline of monsters learning, I'm currently right here. Well, yeah, and that gives you more books to write. So it is no non-consensual hugging the Mothman. Just <laughs> why would you hug the Mothman? If the Mothman's with you, you're screwed. Yeah, you gotta get out. I mean, he, he's not gonna hurt you. He just knows something. He's not gonna hurt you, but something's coming that will she's, hurt you. She, she's there's a large conversation going on in the chat that seems that Mothman is the most huggable because it is said she just really wants to hug the Mothman. So, and she said Mothman has a weakness, and it is lamp. Yeah, and she said, and she said, I don't care if he likes it, I'll make him like it eventually, and is no. Is <laughs> there's a word the for that? <laughs> if you even just see the Mothman, that means something bad's going to happen. Yeah, not yeah, necessarily sure, you. Might, you. Like, hug the Mothman later on, but then maybe take like a couple of months. Ugh, something bad's going to happen. Yeah, just just avoid that area generally. You see you a Mothman in a certain area. Guess what? Time to move. Exactly. I wonder what the Got Mothman's the, uh, the civil on. bridge accident, the tragedy there. Mm -hmm. What's that? That's where supposedly the first Mothman yeah, sighting point, was. Point in, Pleasant, uh, West Virginia. Point Pleasant, Virginia, if I remember correctly. I thought it was West Virginia. Interesting. It is West Virginia. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were just saying, I know Minecraft. Look at you, my friend. <laughs> That's an American one. <laughs> is stop yelling at me about my <laughs> That's true. That's true. Archie is vibing right now. All right. Well, I think that's going to bring an end to the show. Aaron, thank you so much for being on. Yeah, we really enjoyed having you. Uh, we will again, have to get you involved in the, in the cryptid theme, Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. Yeah, we we got a lot. Twenty twenty two is going to be a fun year, guys. Yes. Uh, we we got some oh, stuff. Yeah. We got some stuff coming up. We got some cool announcements at the end of the month. Um, so let's. Twenty twenty seven not have a good start. So we need something. Yeah. Twenty twenty two. It's an even number year. <laughs> is that does that matter? Twenty twenty seven. No, no, and it does. Actually, even numbered years have been worse lately. Although is zero an even number or is zero a, a null. It's 20, 20, zero. 20, zero. 20, zero. Isn't, zero. 20 is an even number, so. Yeah, but it's got the two in there. Yeah. That two like, is also an even number, bud. Exactly, yeah, that's my point. Yeah. Oh, okay, like yeah, all right, sure. <laughs> we're, we're making shit up zero. on the fly. All right, well, <laughs> once again, uh, our guest tonight was Aaron Tomlinson. That is True Legends of Monsters on uh, TikTok. Are you on Twitch? Uh, Not yet. No Twitch yet? Still getting everything. So, Still getting everything. TikTok. He's got his book, True Legends of Monsters. Go check that out. We will put a link in the description of this video after the after the show. Uh, once again, Aiden Thornbury, director Aiden on most socials. I'm Aiden Mattis, and thank you for stopping by the Lore Lodge.
Sorry to yell at Is to 